last Sunday I introduced the, the word immortality and began to look at what might be or what might not be. Uh, and I did make the promise that I would continue with that theme this morning. Text for this morning from the first letter of John, who writes, My dear people, we are already the children of God, but what we are to be in the future has not yet been revealed. All we know is that when it is revealed, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he really is. And the hymn there is Jesus. And surely, 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 everyone who entertains this hope must purify him or herself so that they can be as pure as Jesus Christ. The disciple John, being certain of immortality, but not what form it will take, writes about it. And it also comes, the whole concept, again and again in our faith. In some churches, even with a Presbyterian tradition, very often, traditionally, we'll find the congregation rising to its feet in the middle of the service to recite the Apostles' Creed or the Nicene Creed. And repeating the words which say that part of our belief is that there is life beyond death. I believe, says the creed, in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. It's usually children who ask the awkward question. And those of you who are parents will remember well your children growing up. And I'm not looking at you, Frederick, particularly. But there are always awkward questions. But there was my mother in hospital, knowing that soon her life would be ended. Matthew, she said, what will it be like after I die? Not a child, but a lady of substantial years. And we have the words of the creed. I believe in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. But what do they mean? What is heaven going to be like? There is a popular belief that the Bible is a book which will tell you everything about heaven and that Christians are the people who claim to be informed of that kind of life that awaits us after death. Go and ask them. They have the answer, say those who are looking for an answer, looking for detail. It's even said that if you want to know 
about heaven, you go to church people. Just as if you want to know about this world, you would go to scientists and those who know something of astrology. But if you are interested in the next world, you are directed towards Christians. And one thing I am absolutely certain about, that not a single person in this church this morning, including me, can tell you or could tell you. We are thought to be able to answer that question because we consider ourselves correctly to be Christians, those who follow Jesus Christ and hold the faith and the teaching that he gave to the world. I believe in immortal life, but I don't know what it's going to be like. And neither do you. What does the Bible say? Well, the Bible, or at least 90% of it, is about life now. How we are to use this time we have on earth. The Bible will give you huge, huge teaching, huge instruction. And that Bible deals with life's tumults and adventures, deals with its beauty, its violence, its laws, its morals, even in places, its economics, its loves, and its hates. But in the entire Old Testament, there is only one reference to the life everlasting. In the New Testament, we read clearly, as we did this morning, that the Sadducees, the strictest sect in Judaism, did not believe in death after life. Very orthodox, they rejected such a belief. But the New Testament in itself is clear that Jesus took for granted the fact that we are heading for a new life beyond the grave. Yet Jesus, in his lifetime, discovered our curiosity as to what it would be like when the... And then the Sadducees came to him and asked him about whose wife she would be after death, knowing that she was supposed to have married seven men in her lifetime. Whose wife will she be on the day of resurrection? And the Sadducees would not accept what Jesus would have had to say to them. The disciples, they can be seen to be passionately convinced that heaven was ahead of them, but they too are imprecise when it comes to describing or spelling out the detail of what they think it would be like. 
And the very best that Paul can do is to produce the thought that we will have a spiritual body, which that in itself sounds like a contradiction in terms. But this was Paul's way of saying our present bodies will not be seen in future life. A future life of which he declared himself to be certain. So what are we able to say about heaven? Consider the Bible. Consider our text this morning. The text says we are already the children of God. And the we that is mentioned there is congregations. It's the body of Christ in our planet. We, as varied as other people, in our goodness, in our sin, in our love, in our hate. But as committed and as united in their support of Jesus, as I hope we are, but still no certainty of what it's like. But there is a quite definite implication that because we are the children of God, we will not be allowed to enter into death and be no more. No oblivion, simply because our body dies. And let me remind you of Jesus' words. God is God of the living, not the dead. For God, all are alive. And this is something we know. We are God's children. And nothing happens to us, even death is able to pluck us out of his hands. And then our text makes a very frank acknowledgement about that which we cannot know. What we are, it says, what we are to be in the future has not yet been revealed. That's a very unambiguous statement. You cannot get it any clearer or plainer. And if people take it to heart, then we would have been spared centuries of absurd speculation about what it would be like in heaven. Can it be understood? Christ and Christian faith says nothing about what it's going to be like, makes no claim about what it might be for us. No forecast about what kind of beings we shall all be. It says nothing about what faculties we shall have or how we shall spend our time. All this, the promise, still 
to be revealed. And what am I saying is this when we die? Heaven will be revealed. And that's making clear there is a heaven. And meantime, we are to understand we shall be like the Christ. We shall be like God. A mind difficult for a mind to accept. But there it is. Immortality. We shall be in many ways, if not all, like God. And there is nothing else in the whole Bible which allows us to say anything else. But what a lot we can say about being like him who is the Lord Jesus Christ. Heaven is going to be like Jesus, coming like Jesus in his delight, in the glory of his Father, like Jesus. And we are promised. Heaven is going to be like him. The glory of the Father will be revealed to us. And so there is love for all creatures, like Jesus and his passion for justice, his vision for peace, and his purity of heart. It is in the hands of God that we will know what it is like. But don't forget we live now. And does the knowledge of heaven matter to us now? Does it have any effect on how we behave? Or is it simply like a kind of insurance policy, one that we take out, lock away in a safe place until that time when it comes for us to make a claim? And the answer to that question is in the next part of our text. Surely it says that everyone who entertains a hope, this belief in resurrection and the life everlasting must purify themselves, must try to live like Christ now. What the Bible is saying is this, the conviction which we have as, Christ, as Christians about heaven ought to be the moral ordering in our life now. It must be the conviction about immortality that should set the direction for the whole course of our life. We spoke early, earlier about purifying, about being clean. There were all these products, but they needed God in his gift of water. We may, as Christians, live our life 
as those who follow Jesus Christ. But you know and I know that there are moments when we are very unlike the Lord Jesus. And so God purifies us through the death of his son, through his resurrection, we are given the understanding that God loves us still and will not leave us other than in his care. What will tomorrow bring you? I don't know. What will life be like after death? I don't know. But I do know this. I can go forward to tomorrow with Jesus and only with Jesus that I am able to face what will come day by day. And it is because of Jesus and his promises that I know that there will be revealed to me and to you what what is meant by the assurance of Jesus who promises so much and who died a death that we might know the love of God will bring resurrection to eternal life.